And here's the theme song. everyone and welcome to a brand new episode of unwanted answers that's right our first episode of 2022 was 2022 been like in the first two months well kind of like the past two years but in some ways a little worse a little better but there's been a lot of stuff going on but yes here we are for this this is a special episode in a way which has is nothing it? to do with this show, but more for comment section that I realized. Okay, yeah, that's that's the show we... where every episode is a special episode. This is the show where no episode is a special yeah, episode. Yeah, this is where we kind of just throw stuff against the wall and say, whatever, yeah. it's good enough, yeah. take it. We, we don't know what this is anymore. Yes, it has really evolved into something <laughs> that is so different from what it was originally conceived of. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like Frankenstein. Looking at my monster thinking, dear God, what have we done? Yeah. But, you know, just th- sprinkle a little comment section in there. By the way, Super Bowl, screw the stupid game, but Super Bowl, Xavier's going to be in Multiverse of Madness. Who would have thunk it? Uh, was that one of the commercials? Yes. Professor okay. Charles Xavier, Patrick Stewart himself, which... Is there any doubt Toby Maguire is going to be in it with Sam yeah, Raimi? Now, is there any doubt? Yeah, now now that seems uh, pretty good. Um, a, I didn't we're even watch any see of the Toby in Multiverse of Madness or Across the Spider Verse. One of them, probably both. No, I feel you on that. I feel you on that. Um, yeah, go but, football. How about that game? Yeah, it was. Place any big bets on it? Oh man, everything. Everything on both teams. So in a way, I broke even. So that's you, the way to do it. You, you, well, what did you bet? The penny? I did. And Paul took it for a second, and then he gave it back. That's yeah, the way to bet. Yeah. Safe. Remove all the fun out of it. It's like playing football with a helmet. It, yeah. It's Sure, it's a little fun, yeah. but once the risk of like a head injury is gone, what's the point? Yeah, it's not what it doesn't you, have the same thrill. <laughs> you like to you like to bet with no rush. There's yes. no gambler's high. Exactly, it's just status quo. You feel exactly the same coming out the other side. I feel like I at least participated, but I'm not fully invested. Yeah, but speaking of which, this is a special, I guess, episode because this is our last recording before the Batman. Oh, that's true. Our lives are going to change after yes. this. It's coming out next week. Today. Wow. I mean, a week from today, I will be in a theater watching that movie. I think I might yeah. buy the tickets early. I did for Spider-Man, but that was more of like, everyone's going to go see it because of Toby and Andrew. They don't mm-hmm. want to get spoiled, but oh, I'm looking forward to Although... I do just because we're so close to it. I'll just throw some, you know, this episode, we're just going to throw stuff out there. Maybe we'll be more organized by episode two. There's a little one concern I have for the Batman. One concern. Really? And if it happens, it's not the movie's fault. It's actually my fault. Oh, (laughs) okay. And prescient of you. Yes. 
And the, and I know this is such, I don't think this will happen, but it's just, if it happens, it's on me. Right. You know, we have a new Batman movie coming out, but we're also getting some set photos of Batgirl that has Michael Keaton in it. And I am the dude who says, it's okay, you can recast. And I don't think this will happen, but part of me is a little worried that I might dismiss this movie because we have another one with Michael Keaton, a.k.a. the real one, coming soon. And <laughs> oh. <laughs> I know, it's just a little hard because we have all this new stuff about Michael Keaton and we've been waiting for this movie for so long. It's just... Yeah. Right, Yeah. I I'm personally more excited about the Batman because I like new. I mean, like um, I think the Batman is telling. Look, in my opinion, I have no doubt who's going to give the best Batman performance this year. It's going to be Michael Keaton. But what's going to be the best movie? Well, like the Batman is telling Batman stories that I like, and I think Pattinson is going to be my fourth favorite. Like I don't think he'll beat Keaton, Kilmer, Affleck but I think he'll be my fourth favorite. Just like the stuff we've seen so far. Oh, he, it seems like he really nails it and gets what's supposed to be. And kind of yeah. before you say you guys, I just want to point out because I'm done hiding it. I'm done hiding it. It's now in the marketing for the Blu-ray. I'm done hiding the spoiler. Last year we had three Spider-Men. This year we're getting three Batman with Keaton Affleck and Pattinson. What a time to be a Marvel DC <laughs> fan. Even if like yeah. they suck, like we're living in a world where they're at least attempting it. Yeah. You know, it's funny. Uh, you didn't even mention how it's also Kirby's 30th anniversary, the iconic video game character from oh, 1992. Who doesn't love that? Who doesn't remember the good old days of waking up and seeing the Kirby <laughs> animated series on four kids TV? Oh, Kirby right back Fox at you. Kirby right yes. back at you. Yeah, there was a snail called Escargot, who was a French snail with a mustache. <laughs> anyway. So you watched four kids TV, but you never watched Fox Kids? <clears throat> um, or did you discover after? It's a good ending? question. That's a good question. I kind of vaguely remember watching the Kirby series a little as a kid. I think I more found it again as an adult, though. Okay. Uh, that was not a big part of my childhood. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of... I I stand that show slightly ironically. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. It's... Uh, it, it's nothing. Um, but, yeah. It's a big year. It's the year of Kirby. I'm very excited. Yes. Now, before we get into it, I just want to point out something that's going to happen next week that I think is a little cool. Like, because whenever there's a new Batman movie coming out, I always celebrate by rewatching the previous Batman movies. <laughs> a week from tomorrow, I'll be rewatching a Michael Keaton Batman movie in celebration of a Robert Pattinson movie. And at the end of the <laughs> year, I'll be doing the reverse. That's awesome. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, boy. I. <clears throat> Like, we're getting three this year. I mean, I really hope Batgirl skips HBO Max and goes to theaters. Like, yeah. I'd rather have, honestly, I'm way more excited for that than I am Aquaman or Black Adam. I mean, that, or even Doctor yeah, Strange. Yeah, I'm looking be. forward to Doctor Strange, but yeah, 
I mean, I yeah, I guess you should be. It makes total sense. <laughs> yes. So should we get into the actual show that people <laughs> wanted to listen to, even though it's unwanted? No one. Yeah. No one want wants it, to listen to but this. They were but we expecting have, to hate yeah. listen to it. We have to get back on track because otherwise, what are we doing here? Exactly. This is this um, would just be a crappy spin off a comment section. Actually, let's not ask that question because then we would have to quit. And uh, yes, Paul's still looking for a return on investment from us that we have not given him. It's been almost five years and still. Yeah, that's true. And, you know, that's actually an interesting segue um, that I'll, I'll sprinkle in because we have been doing this show for almost five years years half a decade gotta feel Um, old and we're still not yeah if we count both of both shows we're at 100 now but we should really we're in yeah i was gonna say we should think about something for the um five year anniversary but we do have a comment section thing planned if you remember uh i remember the anniversary thing for spider-man which mm-hmm. is the day, the release date, the 15-year release date was when we started. Yeah. Um, so there's a pretty good... Yeah, I remember that. And uh, there is a pretty good lineup for comment section. But, you know, we don't want to forget that this show started around that same time, about a month later. Here's what's uh, what's been going on with me recently uh, is, uh, you know, big yes, life changes recently. What's been recently. going on recently? Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. You're because there are big welcome. life changes here. And, you know, I don't have therapy for another few days. Yeah, so exactly. I kind of need to kind of need to get this out. <laughs> Your shrinks um, on vacation saying, please don't call now. Not now. Yeah. No, I'm on my boat. Yeah. She'd be like, please just wait a few days. <laughs> I... And you're like, well, doctor, I wish I could calm down by looking out the seven seas <laughs> by the way i hope you need the skipper and the captain on your way there and they're ruining your crappy vacation <laughs> yeah they need couples therapy oh exactly. i need individual therapy yeah but until then um uh you know yeah big life changes recently in december i graduated from college for the second time so it's whatever yes I, round I, two i've got a collection of degrees that are useless uh or maybe not um so i've been you know graduating with a graphic design degree fumbling around out there still doing what i'm doing uh there are many sketchy stories in my job search that could maybe become stories for another day uh I did not enjoy this, uh, but luckily it is over and I have gotten a job as a junior graphic designer. So I was a senior in college and now I'm a junior. It's like you time designer. It is. Um, the start of my uh, graphic design career is nigh. I have not started the job yet. Uh, I accepted it about two weeks ago. And that brings me to, so around the exact same time that we started the show, nearly five years ago was when I started the job I'm at now. 
Uh, oh, it has yes. spawned many stories for this podcast. My pen getting stolen. This sad excuse of a replacement. <laughs> oh, yes. The uh, glory days getting, are over yeah. for your writing. Getting scammed in the parking lot. This is a job for a public library. It was an exciting and uh, boring and also interesting and also exciting experience for five years and um you know approximately two weeks ago you know what i said you have no idea how high i can fly (laughs) i quit yes and um my last day is on monday february 28th last Um, day of february yes yes and that so i'm completing february the last day of february finishing out my time at the public library. And on March 1st, the literal next day, I start my uh, full-time job where I will be at the office. Um, I even have a Dundee for it. No, where'd you get that? (laughs) Uh, Someone, uh, yeah, um... Gonna get to the old grind. Oh, uh, yes. Do you need to dress uh, up or no? Does it come <laughs> as you are? I assume it has to be somewhat office appropriate attire, uh, like a nine to five office job, but I'm also, you know, a graphic designer, so I can yes. be a little I can be a little eccentric. Do us I a can favor, be a little dress quirky. like Dwight. Oh, I would love that. I should do that on the first day. Yes. And then I should calculate at, the watch. at the end of every time your supervisor says something, you have to start with question. What will <laughs> my pay be for whatever? Question. My cousin yeah. left me a terrarium or whatever it was. Can I bring that to the office? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I should really try and bring a terrarium to the office. Yes. It's true. Um, I should also just straight up play StarCraft at my desk. Or Second Life. Yeah, Second Life. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you get uh, that ruler and scooch everyone else's stuff off. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be a nuisance. Yes. Um, but in reality, uh, personality-wise, I'm probably more like a season one gym, and I will never kill me if I ever become a season nine gym. I will <laughs> not be a go-getter who cares about my career. You can mark my words on Yes. That. You're like, this is it. I will do what I can, but that's it. If I'm playing golf trying to get a big sale, hit me in the head with this rock. Yes, although wouldn't that be season four, Jim? That was, uh, yeah, that was season four. That's when he started to go downhill. I like Jim. <laughs> yeah, like I, I, I even like him in season four, season five. He's, he's great. But, but hit me in the head with a rock if I ever do that. That's all. Um. Anyway, so uh, despite the fact that I clearly have opinions about um nine to five jobs and caring about work. Uh, I am going to be a graphic designer for something in the automotive industry. I don't care about cars, but you know, very qualified who, who cares? 
Yes. Uh, I guess you can draw a car. That's good enough. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, and you can draw it next to one of those houses that kids always draw, the the box with the triangle on top. Yes, exactly. And then the sun. And then basically you do like a half oval. This is the car. You do like a half oval with two circles on bottom. And that's a car. Yes, sometimes that's I'm good gonna, enough. <laughs> I'm going to design their new logo. It's going to be, it's going to be a, a like a a, ha- a half moon uh, yes. turned on its side with two circles at the bottom. Oh, and yes. then I'm going to change the company name to Cars. Yes, put a little Pixar logo at the top. Uh, oh yeah, but then I have to clarify really, really tiny. Not that Cars. Yes, just cover <clears throat> your bases for any lawsuits. So, uh, and in Venera, five years marking, uh, quite a lot. I was thinking, uh, when I realized that I have worked at my current workplace, uh, the library for about five years is I don't know if there's anything in my life I've done like professionally, educationally, like for five years, like, cause I was just thinking about how, Middle school is three years. High school is four years. I've never had a job that I've held besides this one. The The second longest job I've held was about a year and <laughs> maybe a year and a half. Um, uh, what else? What else? Relationships. Um, yeah, not a lot I've done for more than four years even yeah once you get to four Uh, it's time to call quits yeah um which is which is what i did but i did yeah it's one of the things i have uh, done the longest in my life so it's weird um and uh yeah that's that it's gonna be uh more importantly though it's gonna be a new era for unwanted answers because i have some great segments lined up should we go on to, because you have the soundboard thing up, right? Oh, yes. What segment shall we get into next? Well, we must always look back on what happened on this day. Oh, yes. Because on today, this day, of course. February 25th. On this day. That's right. Today is on this day. Tomorrow's actually my sister's birthday. Um. Mm. Okay. Yeah, 25 years ago, yesterday, my dream of a baby brother died. So that's nice to remember. <laughs> All right. So have three on this day's end. Okay. And this, we're going back a ways now. We're going to the year 628. You know, I forgot. I forgot. Mm-hmm. Normally, we do a time capsule thing. For what's been going oh. on in the world. Haven't I mean, I don't. Haven't heard anything I, new about COVID. There's some stuff going on. I think right we're now. a little. I think we're a little preoccupied. Uh, yes. With we the will move stuff. on. Just know. Man, the time is, capsule thing is getting too depressing because it just yes. keeps going on. Yes. <laughs> it doesn't need to. And be there's as- not really any more COVID news, right? It's um, a nihilistic spiral of decay yeah, where yes. uh, people are slowly dying and nothing changes. And yes, the new reality is uh, 
famine, drought, war, sickness. Yes. Death. Yes. Thank you for that. The wonderful monologue of our yeah. little time capsule. Yeah. But um, haven't heard anything new about COVID, which I think we're pretty close to retiring that segment anyway. But it just made <laughs> me think, just to sprinkle in a little thing for our time capsule thing. You know, maybe in June, it would be nice to think about having an episode actually in person again. Yeah. Yes. Um, I was thinking about that uh, as well. Uh, I mean, it's much easier to do more episodes more frequently, but like, you know, for special stuff, I mean, you know, we're both vaccinated. I've seen yes. other people. Did you get the double one? Cool. I mean, not the double one, the uh, booster. Yeah, bo- I got boosted. I got boosted with uh, Pfizer. Um, yeah. So... I think I got that too. I, yeah, I switched okay, yeah. from Johnson and Johnson. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. I just remembered. I have a time capsule thing. I have a time oh. capsule thing from one of our favorite places, Cracker Barrel. Oh, really? Did you hear about a lawsuit from Cracker Barrel? We will get into on this day. Oh, I. Did you? Uh, this is exciting. I don't think I've heard about uh, <laughs> There's a Cracker Barrel lawsuit. There's a Cracker Barrel lawsuit because when someone went there and ordered food, they served them either, I think, a drink or food contaminated with cleaner. Cleaner? Yes. How did they get? How did that get in there? Because there's something how they didn't clean the soda fountain properly. Oh, so there's just cleaner out of like the soda fountain? Yeah, something like that. My gosh. I'm so glad I thought of that. That's <laughs> our time capsule. This is a way to go out for our time capsule segment, unless COVID becomes a big thing again. Yeah. I, we can replace COVID news with cracker barrel news. Uh, Oh man. CNN says that they have to pay the person $9.4 million. Yeah. And they made it's that the first 9. time anyone's <laughs> ever had a, successful satisfying visit to cracker barrel (laughs) yeah it comes out all right in the end and to think that they made that 9.4 million dollars and much more uh by selling um uh things covered in what can only be called maple syrup and triangular game things which is a bad it's a bad game what are some of the quotes in here? <laughs> oh, let's see. <laughs> the, um, some who's gear, Greer, Texas man. There's a oh, the plaintiff's attorney said the speed of the verdict combined with an amount of excess of what we asked speaks to just how dangerous the Cracker Barrel policy was. And my favorite part of the article is when they say. Cracker Barrel said it was disappointed with the award. (laughs) While we have a great respect for the legal process, eh, I doubt that. We are obviously disappointed by and strongly disagree with the jury's award in this case, which involved an unfortunate isolated incident that occurred at one of our stores eight years ago. I doubt it was Mm. just that dude who had that. Yeah. They seem to... uh... 
Although we are considering our options with respect to this verdict, we are glad this matters behind us. I doubt that. So we can better focus on caring for our guests and employees around the country. And to think they could have sent their uh, chefs to chef school with that money. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Great stuff. Great time capsule. Oh, man. If if that's on this day in history. Yeah, so let's get back to on this day. But man, if, <laughs> yeah. if, if our time capsule had to go out, what a way to go out. Crack. Yeah. It, it happened eight years ago, but now we're finally seeing the repercussions of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been ruminating. It's like a, it aged like a fine wine for us to dig into now. Yes. All right. On this day in the year 628, core. Kos, Kosros II, the last great Shah of the Sasanian Empire, which is Iran, is overthrown by his son, Kavid II. They have two different names again. Uh, I don't know most of what you said, but I. There was the last like great heard... Shah of an empire <laughs> yeah. was overthrown by his son. What I heard was COVID two, which sounds like COVID two, yeah, like the um the original sequel to COVID, uh, and subsequently there were after that seventeen more. Yes, but what happened is this dude who's considered the last great Shaw in history, his son took over, but he's considered the yeah. last great one. Yeah, it's kind of like <laughs> the family business. He took over, and everyone's like, oh, man, you know, that law firm industry, man, uh, Johnny was great, but we miss his dad, Fred. Fred was the best. (laughs) He was great. John is not fit to continue Fred's legacy. Yeah. Yeah, he was the last great... uh, smith he was the last great smith yes maybe that's why i feel somehow we've heard a sign similar to this before maybe that's why he doesn't have the same name as his father maybe he took it yeah back. he didn't deserve it yeah like kind of yeah, like, it's the whole like he was bernard thing yeah he was named fred but then they realized that uh he was no longer deserving of the the name Fred. And so he was renamed John. Yes. Because the, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this last great Shaw, he took back his name. He's like, no son, you are not good enough to have my name. And then the son threw the, threw a tantrum. I was like, fine, dad, I'll show you. But always a bit, but yet the previous guy is always remembered as the last great one. Yeah. The greatest shaman. Oh, yes. (laughs) So, yeah, overthrown by his son. But yeah, it it was all, in a way, it was all for nothing. Well, yeah, everyone dies. Everything ends with famine, death, war, illness, disease. Once you're done with your car project, you should really think about writing greeting cards because that (laughs) right there, yeah, it's beautiful. beautiful. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's the um, kind of thing like someone wants to get tattooed on their back. 
Yeah, <laughs> or just like one of those chest tattoos that goes from collarbone to collarbone. Oh, um, yes. Yeah. So, yeah, there we go. He, he overthrew his dad. He thought he could be great. But alas, he wasn't. And I guess on his the dad's deathbed, he was like, I told you, son. I told you you'd never be great. I'm the last great yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. It, I, I'm imagining the, the Shaws after that, like if they weren't great. Uh, if that was the last great Shaw, does that then imply the first bad Shaw? Yes. I, and I guess it progressively got worse until yeah. they just gave up. Like, we're it's like after that, after that, there were many bad Shaws, but this is the first bad Shaw. Yes, we've jumped the shark in a way, and we're not going to go back. So there we go. So do we want to get into our first question? Oh, yeah, I'd love to. Um, so, I mean... As always, we thought the show was dead because uh, Yahoo Answers, the place where you ask questions on the internet and nowhere else, died. Who would have thought um, that I, yeah, when we started uh, Yahoo property five years ago, that yeah. that would be the thing that left us? It wasn't Huck. It wasn't yeah. Paul. It wasn't Skipper and the Captain or Aunt Ash. And they, they've Al. stuck by our side. I mean, Paul has threatened to leave many times well he he did leave briefly and then we had do you remember oh man what was his name <laughs> man i feel so bad for his family because i'm sure he's dead now but i can't remember oh man i feel so bad right now um yeah. he was a great dude was it well the thing is like I think I talked to him every day and I remembered his name, but then I woke up one day with a lot of head pain and I just like the one thing I couldn't remember was was uh, it Roger? Boss's name. Uh, yeah, the Roger like that. That was episode 33. Yeah. Yes, Roger. Oh, Roger. He was the best. What's this? Oh, Paul sent a text saying, stay on target. I think he meant topic. But, oh, Skull yeah. and Crossbones said, don't correct my spelling again. Okay, yeah. Did he say anything about me? Because I've been and on airplane mode. He forgot the and don't. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I, I like he to put it on airplane mode. He said that won't be the only head for... injury you have. <laughs> it, um, maybe he should buy his helmets. The, yeah, the first that could be a Paul's product placement. Yes, I would love a helmet. It's like a hat, but it's you're safe. Yeah, I Do bought you remember a in elementary school where they would play the Bill Nye video about wearing a helmet. Uh, they, like they're it was annually <laughs> they would do it every annually year it was our favorite time of year because we got to go we got to watch something yeah i mean i obviously remember being uh shown bill nye videos all the time but I yeah don't know but I like this was the first time this was the first mm -hmm. time we had seen bill nye since he had left our tv screens because mm -hmm. someone had recorded it do you do you i also remember God, this is such a 
I don't know. I don't know why this has left my mind for like almost 20 years till now. Do you yeah. remember there was this one assembly or something where a dude for some reason like came in and he spun a basketball on his finger or something. He just he was like this 50-year-old guy who just did basketball tricks by himself and he played I believe I can fly as he was spinning it. It was like the D'Angelo thing, but he actually had balls. Oh, a ball. I do. I, I do oddly remember <laughs> that there was a guy who just did like ball tricks. Like, it, yes. It, it, I mean, we also had the yo-yo guy, which was like in retrospect, like why was there this scheme to get kids to buy yo-yos. Exactly, because everyone bought a yo-yo, right? Or did they give it for free? No, I I I I remember um thinking one was really cool. Like I I went a little up. I begged for one that was a, a little up on the price. <laughs> like it wasn't the cheap crappy one. It was a good one. And to this day it's a really good yo-yo. I still have it. But I just kind of look back and I'm like they went in and did a sales pitch on yo-yos to a bunch of kids. Yes. They're like, hey, everyone, go tell your parents to buy a yo-yo. Then the next day, they would threaten to take them away all the time. Yeah. Put your yo-yo away. I'm going to take it or whatever. Yeah, yeah. They would, um, yeah, they'd take them away. And I doubt they ever brought them back. That yeah, and yeah. Shaman Jump. Remember Shaman Jump? What was the mag... The, um... Was it Magna? Manga with magazine? Are you talking about a manga? Yeah. There was, and like the teachers would always oh, take them away jump? because it wasn't a book. Yeah. Well, that, that's what it was. The teachers oh, would always so take they them had away. Bias against manga. Okay. Well, biased against any sort of graphic novel or comic. Yeah. Yeah. I've been mean to bring that's this cool. up for a while. I uh, know, guys. We'll get to the topics. We'll we'll get to them. We'll get to the question. <laughs> this By is the, the way, show. You didn't have any questions, right? Or uh, no. Oh, yeah. I didn't okay. find any questions. No. I have a different segment. We, we will get into my segment later, but that'll be in due yes. Time. But there's something I think about all the time. So, um, I talk about on recently when we did our Spider-Man thing, I talked about one of my favorite comics is ultimate Spider-Man number one. Yeah. There was a dude who in four was in our fourth grade class. I think that was the only year he was there. I think he left halfway through the year, but he brought a comic and he let me read it. Cause he knew like, uh, I was a big Spider-Man comic fan. Yeah. It was ultimate Spider-Man issue one which is one of the most valuable comics in the modern <laughs> age. And every day I think about like, wow, I had that in my hands and I, oh, I wow. hope he didn't throw it out. I hope he took care of it because yeah, it's kind of horrifying. It is legit. Like, well, if I go to Wikipedia, cause you have to understand ultimate spider. When ultimate Spider-Man came out, Marvel was going to go out of business. Mm -hmm. And, it saved them. And yeah. yeah, according to Cover Browser, yeah, it's one of the most valuable comics of the modern age. I mean, I have the um, the graphic novel of it, but this dude had the original 
issue yeah, that's, from 2000. That's yeah. It, very akin to like inevitably all of the just like first edition Charizard cards that were just like pummeling through playgrounds back oh, in the day. Oh, yes. Like all kinds of little Grammy hands on stuff that is, you know. Yes. I, t- I, I made sure to take care of it because even then I knew. Even then, I knew it was a big deal, but now looking back, it's a much bigger deal than I remember. Yeah, yeah. All right, so I guess we'll go to our first question then. All right, it's time to dole out some advice. Yes. This is what we're here for. The best way we know how. All right. By searching it out on the internet and answering it, when the people who originally inquired about it did not expect or want us to answer. They didn't, but they're getting it. All right. Here's our first question. If you copied a book from today and then went back in time to before that author was born and published the book in your name, does that still count as plagiarism? That is... That right there, that's a thinker. Next level plagiarism. Like, you've escaped the legalities of plagiarism entirely. So if yes. you're just going on that objective sense, and uh, no, but I also feel like it's the ultimate form of plagiarism. Um, like, y- you've not only plagiarized, you've replaced. Yes. You've you've you could change the ending of certain things like yeah old yeller the dog shoots the boy just imagine (laughs) although i think most people will probably prefer that ending because like Um, i remember like people talk about you know it's one thing to see a person die in a movie it's another to see an animal die Uh uh-huh uh-huh but like just imagine like old yeller is just like what's it What's a human form of rabies? Chicken pox, right? I mean, he's a dog. He doesn't know that it only takes a little bit of time. <laughs> Though I never had chicken pox, but because I, yeah, yeah, I, I, had, I, I, had a, I had a vaccine. Yes. Hopefully it never wears off because comes back <laughs> later. That's the end of that. Yeah. But um, yes, chicken pox, the dog. How long does chicken pox last? I don't know, a couple weeks or something. Yeah, the dog, <laughs> he's the owner is like, old yeller. He's ringing the bell. Old yeller, help. Give me some soup, some Campbell's soup. And the dog is just like, it's been four hours. I can't take this anymore. So old yeller does what he thinks is best. Puts, well, Timmy's from Lassie, but we'll just say Timmy as well. Puts the boy out of his misery. <laughs> and uh, then and then the mom walks in horrified like old yeller what have you done <laughs> and then the dog's like oh sure he shoots me he's a hero i shoot him i'm the villain <laughs> where is the justice in this i made I sure he didn't scratch and leave skin flakes all over your nice clean bed well how about a thank you ma'am there's actually this this brings up an interesting question and maybe this would be your answer but um if if you could plagiarize in this way 
what piece of media with your knowledge of now and you have a time machine, what would you go back in time, become the creator of and change the path of history uh, in that spot? Like what, what would you, if you could choose one piece of media, replace media with your own thing? I'm broadening it to media, but obviously this is about a book. Um, I'm broadening it, broadening it to, you can plagiarize anything. It can be a work of art, can be a movie or um, something where you're saying, this is mine now. And you're, you're going back in time before it was made. And with your knowledge of it now, replacing that part of history. Okay, I have a little idea of one, but you go first if you have one off the top of your head. Yeah, I did. Uh, I mean, my. Yeah, I mean, my main thought, I would want to do hum- humanity a favor here and probably just. I would go back in time to like uh, the mid 90s and I would. Um, I would be the author of Harry Potter and I would write it anonymously. There'd be, it would be, it would say by anonymous. And then I would, I would write all seven books. Same interval. You could also do credit our favorite lemony snicket. Oh yeah. It could be by lemony snicket. And then they could have a Um, crossover and stuff. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And then the important part is everything would be the same. I would take out the, the, I would take out the, the Jewish stuff, the anti-Semitic stuff, but everything else would be the what same. The um, what's the play? Is it Cursed Child or? Oh, that wouldn't happen. The yes. seven books would happen. It would be written by either anonymous or written by Lemony Snicket. Um, and then I would not have a social media presence. Yeah, I'd be done. I would be. It would be this. The Deathly Hallows would come out. Uh, and the movies uh would be able to be based on it and. Uh, you know, I'd, I'd try and uh, I, I'd leave my hands out of it. Hopefully, you know, some of the, the casting is the same and stuff. Things go according to plan and I just see yeah, I just disappear. All right. First, like I say, could you do the world a favor? I'm going to get I'll, I'll get some hate for this. I don't care. Get rid of the fourth one. Um, Is it possible you mean the fifth one? The goblin? Oh, no, the fourth. Oh, you don't like the one with Robert Pattinson in it? No, it's just okay. them on brooms riding around. Who cares? Yeah. A lot of people love that one. I don't I'm get not it. For me, that was it. easily the worst one. To me, the worst one is the fifth one. Uh, the fourth one is overhyped. The third one is obviously the best. Like the Prisoner, Prisoner of Azkaban is like a top tier to me. It's it's great um would you change the ending to where harry died we wouldn't change anything you just like oh yeah you know i would uh yeah well now i'm getting too into the like i if, if i really had that much control and felt like i could do it i would it would be almost an entirely different series uh you know <laughs> harry would not become basically like a a magical a magical cop uh, he would uh, he would have died or something <laughs> and um yeah no children um like there's just yeah i would change a lot but ultimately i would want 
to write it, drop it onto the world, and leave. Yes. No, before I get into my uh, thing, because I, I have an idea of what I would change if I could own any piece of media. But I, I it just brought something to my mind. Are you a, Would you consider yourself a big Harry Potter fan? Like, did you watch them when they came out, or I, I did. I would consider myself historically through my life a Harry Potter fan in all lowercase. I just was. A, I was a fan. Um, as of recently, I've been able to uh, more openly say I've straight up never read any of the books. I think I used to fib a little and say like I, I think I read the first couple. I've never read a single Harry Potter book. I got the second book for Christmas and I tried reading it, but I'm like, I have no idea what's going on. I have no context. Yeah. For- I've, I've tried reading the first one several times and didn't make it that far. And I've, I thought because I like prisoner of Azkaban so much, maybe I'll skip ahead and just read that. I tried that. Didn't make it that far. That's about it. Yeah. Like I, just in general didn't care about harry potter like when i was younger because i was just like oh who cares he doesn't yeah sure he has magic but if you don't have a costume or code name who cares (laughs) um and when the last movie was coming out i decided all right i'll watch all the movies and i like them but ever since like like i have a big box of all of them i've never gone through because part of me is just like I don't know. I feel like because I wasn't, I didn't invest that much time into it over the years. I just watched them all in like a span of two months. It's just, eh, like they're fine. I just don't have any attachment to it. And part of me is like, man, that's eight movies to go through. It's not a trilogy. That's eight Mm -hmm. to go through. It's it's a lot. Yeah. (laughs) And I mean, the other thing is, uh, as I've gotten older, I've realized um, that there, uh, in terms of like what Harry Potter was in literature, uh, it's hard to not think of it as special and unique because of the impact it had. But um, there is some great stuff that should get more faithful adaptions that kind of did that first better. Um, Ursula Le Guin's Earthsea series is about kind of a wizard school uh, that came out like a decade or something before that. Also, I've talked about many times my f- favorite author and Terry Pratchett in the Discworld series. There is a wizard school and there is a character, Ponder Stibbins, that is basically Harry Potter. He is this like uh, this uh black haired mop head um like uh round glasses having wizard who goes to wizard school uh and he's a character in several books and this they these books were released in the 80s and early 90s um so yeah maybe i'd go back in time and just make those movies oh yes so if i could change anything from like a big franchise or whatever, a story, a piece yeah. of media. I would change the series finale of Arrow. Now, Arrow, one of my favorite superhero shows, has, in my opinion, the worst series finale I've ever seen. 
it's the main character isn't even in it because they killed him off two episodes earlier. And it's all about his funeral. Once again, his stupid kid gets kidnapped where I say, guys, it's been five times he's been kidnapped. At some point, you just got to let him go. Like, he's not worth saving. And the final scene was this horrible, awful afterlife scene with him with his wife after his wife decided to kill herself or whatever. It was so dumb. It's a very toxic relationship, but that was... (laughs) the Oliver Felicity relationship. I could change it because they did make a pretty good potential series finale in a spinoff show, Legends of Tomorrow. If it were up to me, the series finale of Arrow would end it, would have ended with a Batman Beyond version of Green Arrow. Whether it's with um, Connor Hawk as Green Arrow or the Mia Queen character as Green Arrow, it would have been Oliver Queen mentoring the next generation because that to me was uh, would have been the perfect way to end it. And you know, I'll just say it because you know I've been rewatching Arrow lately. I'll just say it: the best live action Batman we've had, the best live action version of Batman we've had in the 21st century, was Arrow's version of Oliver Queen. <laughs> 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 yes. Uh, uh, well, I mean, there, there you have it. I mean, I, I guess what, to answer the well, I uh, guess we've almost sprung it. What is something this person should change if they really want to make their mark on history? What should they change? What's a classic piece of work they should change? I'd almost say they should change Romeo and Juliet. Or something. Yeah. It's interesting. The way I'm thinking of this question, like in in apparent from my answer, is not to change the content at so much, but to steal the valor. And that's kind of what I'm yes. trying to do with co-opting Harry Potter and stealing it and then like publishing it as Lemony Snicket and then dropping out, um, never revealing who I am. Um and I you know think he, that that's kind of an interesting way to do it. Because you know, he could do for a social experiment. Oh, just yeah? for a social experiment. Take this. If you could go back in time, take the script of The Phantom Menace and have it be performed as a play in Shakespearean <laughs> time and see how the audience <laughs> reacts. Like talking about yeah. the Trade Federation or Jar Jar Binks. I mean, we already have the script so that, you know, those yes. books exist, right? The, yes. um, there's the, the Shakespearean, uh, Star Wars scripts. Yes. But they can take it back, have it perform as a play in ancient times. Like, <laughs> yeah. just imagine there's like a guy sitting You're the on the chosen like, one. Yes. Sitting on, I don't know, maybe back in these days, it'd be like a magic carpet or something. And he's being yeah. carried by a bunch of people and goes, now this is pod racing. To which the audience, <laughs> the Shakespearean audience applauds and goes, bravo, bravo, I yeah. say. Yeah. I mean, if you wanted to, he could, com- because, you know, in the olden days, when people had nothing better to do, plays were really, really long. Like... <laughs> <laughs> hours yeah, long they had they had all day to commit to just sit there and watch it yeah like 
Uh, when I took uh, theater class or whatever at my first college, the teacher talked about how he went and saw this old play happen. You get there early in the morning. They'd break up and allow you to go to dinner. And then you'd have to come back later to see the rest <laughs> of it. <laughs> yeah. So you could put in Attack of the Clones. You don't need Revenge of the Sith. That That's fine. We need the genius of Phantom Menace and Attack yeah. of the Clones. Just imagine <laughs> a scene where a dude dressed in full Shakespearean because, I mean, it's cheap. So it's a cheap play. So they're not kind of the biggest budget, but just full Shakespearean clothes just saying, I hate the sand. It's coarse and it gets everywhere. <laughs> and then like we see in the audience, like, men wiping away their tears being like i do hate the sand yeah it does get everywhere and then like the very (laughs) like one of the biggest applause is like to me the cringiest line in star wars ever and no one brings it up (laughs) but like the cringiest line ever said in a star wars movie it's two and then it's where anakin says something like so you call this a peaceful solution? And Padme goes, no, I call it aggressive negotiations or whatever. As they're fighting <laughs> yeah. at the big yeah, kind of yeah. like bull ring Good thing or whatever. Stuff. And people would applaud and be like, yes, yes, nothing else describes our politics better than Star Wars. And then at the end with the, the wedding of Anakin and Padme, and you know, back then he would just, he wouldn't have a fake Hand. you just have a stub but you see them holding each other's hands and the audience just stands and applauds like yes this is the love story of the ages mm-hmm. uh, i'm imagining like uh a climactic scene uh the you know it's second second act they've gotten back from their dinner intermissions and um there's uh, a guy in makeup holding a two-ended pike there's a a, a, a fight uh, someone screams no, and two bards off to the side are, you know, uh, there's like a fugal horn or something. Yes! The whole effect. Yes, and we can have that beautiful death scene where it's your last few moments, and you're like, remember the boy? He is the chosen one! <laughs> Yeah, and the special effect of someone being cut in half is going to blow their mind. Yes. They're going to be like, they actually killed someone for this play. Yes. That's Although, did you hear about how, like, in olden times, there was, they would have, like, criminals appear in plays and get killed, like, on the thing to be executed? (laughs) I... I hope that's actually true. That's too interesting a piece of history. I'm pretty sure because I took some Greek mythology classes. I'm pretty sure I remember them talking about there'd be these violent like war battle scenes and they would bring out like criminals meant to be executed and they would just die in front of the audience. And (laughs) that's talk about devotion to your craft. (laughs) Like you're in jail and the other inmates is. So what are you going to do someday? Well, I may have murdered my parents, but someday I shall be an actor and die <laughs> I was just... of the audience. And as I 
close my eyes and go into that sweet, sweet release into the hereafter. I shall hear their applause as they say he died as a thespian. (laughs) Mother, I finally got a part. I've finally been cast in the role of uh, (laughs) criminal number five. And with it, with unsimulated death. Mother, why <laughs> should be the most memorable part? The decapitation. Then <laughs> there's in the audience, there's a mother just clean, just applauding, going, That's my boy! That's my boy! That was my boy. <laughs> yes. They sell his head as a souvenir. Just yeah. some weird patrons. Yeah, things are things are cool back then. You just kind of, you know. Yes. You'd let a kid hold the head, and you know that posed for a portrait with it. Yeah, there'd be like a dude <laughs> with like a little stone and chisel, mm-hmm. and that's how they would get their photographs taken. Yeah, and they have it. They have as much. They have infinite time. So they just be like, okay, let's stand here with the severed head for four hours. Yes. I mean, look. You only live to be like 28 in these days, so we might as well make every minute count. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's the that's great. I mean, all of this I think is to say that the 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 lesson that this person should take is yes, it's plagiarism, but yes, you should do it and use it responsibly. Use yeah, it's that a little bit of a gray area. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but go for it if you're really that passionate about it, go for it yeah because yeah if Absolutely. he said if you copied a book from today whether it's photocopy or actually typing it up or that's some effort on your part so there you go make sure just remember copyright in those days very different from today like it's not gonna last yeah as long as you may hope, but get a sweet little deal. Yeah. <clears throat> so we're getting deep into this episode and I don't want it to go too long. Um, should I bring us into uh, what I could venture to say is a new segment? Yes. Yet another I new segment for the show. And pumped. All right. And then we can... Uh, do some you know uh, a final thing or two from there kind of wrap the show up but for right now um so i wanted to start taking this show more seriously you know in comment section we do so much research that i i have sources to this stuff and so uh you know uh, i i've ascended to like a higher level of status where now uh, due to some free trial shenanigans, I have an Apple news plus subscription and I can read the guardian. Oh, so I mean, yeah, I know what I talk. I know what I'm talking about. I will always support a newspaper written by the green lanterns boss, the guardians of the galaxy. No, wait, that's exactly. Or is it them? That's the Marvel team. Yeah. The guard, the guardians, I think, is just the Greenland. I don't know. Just the Again, guardians. copyright thing. All. Well, this up. is the guardian, the freaking news. Yes. And I like to source them. 
every new segment, and this could be its own podcast, but every it, to pitch something, you need to source an article that you read one time. And that's kind yes. of the, the crux of this. That's where I kind of got to this idea. So, oh, this also um, reminds me, I'll, I'll tell it later. There's a prop I had on table for like six months or a year. I threw away that I wanted to bring up on here, but I'll, shoot. I'll bring it up later after this. Um, so to get us into it, um, I'd like to bring up, uh, that according to an opinion article, this is this is um, important, you know, commentary about uh, the pandemic and its effect on our lives. Uh, and I think that this relates to how we can view this podcast moving forward now that Yahoo Answers is done. Um, you know, we're unwanted answers. How can we expand that? How exactly. Can we expand the brand. So according to an opinion article from The Guardian by uh, Rachel Connolly, of course, uh, there could be a bit of something missing from our lives over years of lockdown. Yes. Uh, and you know what that is? Gossip. Of course. That's right. Gossip. We don't get in as many social situations. We're not around, you know, the the water filter the brita filter the water the whatever cool. we're not around water exactly experiencing things where someone's over there you're listening in you're eavesdropping it happens less yeah like that these situations six episode of the office yeah you can mute yourself on the zoom and so it, it just becomes it's something we're missing from our lives and um there are a lot of avenues that um, can serve as these new experiences uh, online, ways to experience gossip. Uh, and in this article, it suggested that advice columns can kind of, uh, they can kind of serve as a replacement for what you would normally uh, get as gossip in your day-to-day -day life. Of course. But you're getting something that's a little too intimate about someone you kind of know or don't really know at all. Um, and that's kind of the crux of our show. And I think that's maybe a service that we're providing for people is the sense of gossip. Yes. But I'd like to take that a step further. And so that is the crux of this segment. Um, unwelcome gossip. Oh, yes. What I'm going to do here is I have found some anonymous confessions from around the Internet no, and we are going to discuss <laughs> whether we think this was posted by one of our recurring guests. Oh, okay. <laughs> or if not, who might have done it? Who was the person? What's this person like? If not one of our uh, guests, because we we all know that you know Huck and the the captain and the skipper and uh, Uncle Alan and Ash. Uh, they're all, they all frequent the internet. They all have skeletons in their closet, oh, but a lot Skipper of them may have guarded. a few more than just one. It's true. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to read an anonymous confession of a deep secret from the internet. And uh, let's ruminate on that and respond to that. And it'll, it'll be some free gossip for the listeners. Oh, yes. So, <clears throat> uh, 
This is from an anonymous writer who writes, I get to the office an hour before my boss at least once a week for the last two years. I've been peeing just a little into his coffee mug. (laughs) I've never seen him rinse it out before filling it up in the morning. Well, this person puts a little bit of pee in their boss's coffee mug. Yes. Well, who could have written that? Well, the humor is kind of Huck style, but that's yeah, he would be into that. Yes. But I think what's the boss of a prospecting thing is the thing. Do they drink coffee in the mines? They could. I mean, it could be cold in the mines. There's. Yeah, they need that little bit of heat. What would Huck's boss be like? <laughs> it would be like yeah, I don't know, just the the uh, the I forget the name of the 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 the, the head the head miner um, the head prospector or whatever the overseer. Yes, uh, I forget the name, but <laughs> and Huck he doesn't do it to be bad. He does it. Because he thinks it's funny and he thinks it'll add a little bit of flavor to yeah. the coffee. Like, <laughs> wait, man, you like that full just coffee? Wait, man, that is not that is not good stuff. Let me let me top it off for you. Or maybe he does it because the Folgers coffee gets cold so fast. Yeah, this is his way to heat it up because and Huck has notoriously hot pee. Yes, it's from the uh, the lifestyle he has of constant Taco Bell and cheese puffs. Yeah, so it's his way to help the his supervisor out because it gets cold in the mine. The sun is far away, unless it's it's like the summer and daytime. Then, because it's so dark, I guess it would soak <laughs> up the light or whatever. But it's so cold down there; they're frigid. And Folger's coffee isn't going to help you. So he urinates in it, keeps it nice and um, nice and warm. And Huck, in his way, <laughs> is just like, hey, boss, you ever hear of Blood Brothers? He's like, what are you talking about, Huck? Well, we pee brothers. You know what I'm talking about? Piss brothers. Um, like, what are you talking about? You drink my yours. Huck, what are you talking you about? You are drinking mine. I'll let you drink. <laughs> I'll drink yours. Huck, you've been urinating in my cup. That's right, right boss. There's a little bit of Huck inside us all. Wait. How, how did you get my urine? Wait, well, boss, you ever see that little box right under the toilet connected to the tube? What do you think that's for? There's a little nozzle that I pour right into my mug. Wait, man. Let, let me tell you something, boss. You really got to lay out the blueberries because they are coming in oh into your God. urine. I can really taste it. But... It's nice to know you're getting your fruits in. Because I worry about your boss. Sometimes, sometimes I worry I about hear, your potassium levels. Sometimes I urine don't taste right. 
no, I'm no doctor, but there's some there's some type of smell and taste that shouldn't be in one's urine. You you don't need to go to a medical advice or anything, but Huck Huck will figure out a way. Trust me, I've had a lot of your urine. There's been a recent change lately. Yeah, you should really see a doctor. Uh, you know what I think about all the time is uh, just just lately I, this has been uh, a realization a lot, which is that like the uh, having Huck on the show started as like a mockery of potty humor, and now yes. the show is just potty humor. <laughs> we just yes. do that for the show. <laughs> that he brought in a whole new era. Yeah, to the show. It's like where. Do, it, I, I make lose Adam the Sandler thread. blush. Yeah, <laughs> I lose the thread of uh, of like. <laughs> I think it's just funny to do poo poo humor now. Yes, we've gotten there. If this show wasn't unwanted before, we finally got there <laughs> even more. Any little bit of class we had before gone. Yeah, uh, and you know we didn't need it. We we didn't have the budget for a class. Exactly. Um, yeah. So, out of the kindness, it's possible that out of the kindness of his heart, you know, Huck's been warming up his boss's coffee uh, a little bit every morning. I guess uh, ultimately the verdict, um, uh, we were thinking this is a pretty serious confession that someone made anonymously. Do we think that, um, it's safe to say it's Huck then, or is it? Uh, you know, I think. I could think it, it could the verdict still be out there. I mean, there are some other likely candidates, like the skipper and the captain. But would Skipper really he, urinate in the captain's coffee? Yeah, I think he would put just a tiny, tiny bit of rat poison, not enough to kill you. Like yes. he's he's the he's more that kind of thing. Like in a way, I no, I have never looked this up. I don't think drinking urine would kill you, but it wouldn't be pleasant. But yeah, I think Huck does it out of the kindness of his heart, because yeah. Huck, being an only child, he wants a pea brother. He wants a pea brother. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, uh, it definitely it doesn't kill you because you know you know how they're like. Maybe you don't know this, and maybe I'm ruining your life by telling you this, but there are. Some like new agey health people who drink urine because they believe that it's like cleansing because like your pee is filtered, is filtered out bad stuff. And so that means if you drink it, they're kind of missing the mark though, because that's, that's the filtered out stuff. It's yes. The, it's not the it's way to recycle stuff. your drink. Oh, Huck, Huck is a very cheap way to do drug testing now. Yeah. He's like, yeah. I think, judging by the taste of this guy's urine, this dude has been into Oxycontin or whatever. <laughs> yeah, he's a total narc. Yes. And it's just the way he would do it for his urine brother. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, man, I took a, I did a drug test not that long ago for the, the, the new job I aforementioned at the beginning of the episode. It was a, it was uh, way more of an ordeal that I remembered. I mean, it was also like 
stuck at that uh, doctor's office for like an hour and a half doing crap. Oh, yes. How they have ever had a drug test? No one cares, I guess. And that's cool. Whatever. You know, you know what? This is... Oh, what? I have something I want to get out there. A little <laughs> frustration in life. Mm-hmm. You know, all my life, I was told, say no to drugs. Say no to drugs. Say mm-hmm. no to freaking drugs. And I've yeah. always had the feeling, hey, don't just say no to drugs. Say no thank you to drugs. Because <laughs> yeah. be a little polite because, A, those drugs cost a lot of money. B, they're risking a lot by showing it to you and they could go to jail. And C, it's just it's just being plain civil to one another. Yeah. I always plan on being Sev, you know, in the commercials they say, say no. No, you junkie. I don't want your garbage. You say, yeah. hey, no, thank you. I'm not interested, but I appreciate the offer. Yeah, I think that that's a good message. Yes. Not once my entire time on this earth was I ever offered drugs or a chance to say, hey, no, thank you. Because I'm just imagining like some junkie would like break down in tears like, give a hug. You don't want to hug too close because you don't know if he's got a needle or anything in him, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> give a nice little hug. and be like, yeah, it's okay to say no thank you. And then he's like, you don't understand. People are so mean. Sober people are so mean. Yeah. <laughs> They're always screaming no, and they could just say no thanks. Yes. <laughs> Their reaction, no, officer, officer, arrest this man. They just, no thank you. Yeah. I mean, if we're if we're giving out beefs, here's my beef with drug testing that I always think about, um, which is just frustrating about it because it's such a gatekeeping thing, keeping people from getting jobs. And like my thought is like, isn't it if someone just forget the drug test, because if someone gets to work and they they obviously can't function on the job because of a drug problem. You can tell, obviously. Yes. If, on the other hand, they are functioning completely well and doing the job completely up, like just on drugs, then by all means, <laughs> continue. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like, they'll, they'll be like, son, I'm going to make you vice president. Now, I would like for you to share with the group, but boss, that's a lot of money I got to hand out. Look, my dealer, he's not going to let me, like, miss another payment. Like, they're coming after me to break my legs. I don't know if I can give you all the drugs you want, sir. No, no, no. An efficient company is a happy company, and a high company is a better company. Yeah, what if instead of, like, these sort of, like, uh, corporate wellness things where everyone like, all right, we're going to take a break from our desks to meditate and uh, there will be more productive after. Instead of that, um, it's uh, all right, everybody line up. Uh, we're all going to smoke crack. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right. Everyone get your syringes out. Who needs a little rubber thing to tie around your arm? <laughs> all right get that vein out that's, come on guys that's so uh, that's like no way that makes people more productive 
But it could. I, no one's ever tried it, though. You'll never know until you try. No one's ever tried doing heroin at work. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Not Good the whole point. group. Not the whole group. Yeah. I have never once, like, um, what, like State Farm. That we've never had it where everyone at a State Farm building or an Apple mm-hmm. store just did heroin and just, I think they'd be more productive. I think yeah. they'd be nicer and we'd have less rude uh, people when you come in saying, hey, can you look at my iPhone? The, the, instead of a, no, you got to go take a number. They'd be like, hey, man, sounds awesome. Yeah, I'll help you with your phone. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's possible. Um it sounds more like you're describing weed, but you know we can give it a shot. Yeah, I mean, what's there to lose? Everything ends in death and famine and suffering. And exactly. If there's a motto sickness. for this episode, there mm-hmm. is. <laughs> well, speaking of which, it's just I just remembered what I wanted to bring up earlier. For a year, I had a prop right over there. I wanted to bring mm. up. And I threw it out because you mentioned. You were gonna bring up a news article from the Guardian. Okay. I don't know if you got this. Okay, it happened a, over a year ago. There was in the mail. They gave what they called a free gift. Okay. And I was excited. I was like, "Free gift? This is mine. I'm taking it. I don't care what yeah. anyone else says." Yeah. And at the front was this whole thing about you know, news is so biased nowadays. You can't mm-hmm. trust anyone. That our newspaper, we make sure to give you the facts, the information that you need, telling you the mm-hmm. honest truth. Then <laughs> you open it up and it says, um, recent poll, 99% of Americans say Donald Trump is the best president of our time. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what the hell is this? And I'm just, and it was a total right way thing. I'm like, why did you write that message? Why did you yeah. waste my time? You can just write whatever you want. You can just, you can say that we believe in facts and logic and we're giving you just straight, you can just say that. That's the moral yes. of the story. Yes. I was like, this is not, this is false advertising. This, this isn't unbiased. This is the most biased thing I've ever read. And I never, I've gotten to the point now where if something says we are unbiased or whatever, I'm like, well, now I know you are biased. Yeah. uh, You shouldn't have to say that. Yes. Um, Yeah. Just, yeah. And it's I, like um, it's like you you're at the store and you see a loaf of bread and it says uh, now with no lead. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but you go in and there's not only lead, there's paint chips, there's everything baked right yeah. inside the bread. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, I'm I'm glad we got to. Uh, you know, gossip a little bit. It's, you know, something we've been missing uh, through the pandemic. Uh, I'm feeling like we should wrap this episode up with something. Yes. I have a feeling I know what that would be. Well, I mean, depends on what you got for us, but, you know. um, Would it be the most beloved segment of all? Oh, yes. It would be. 
There we go. This is our beloved Dear Abby. Every time I hear that, I feel like I'm at like a fancy coffee shop or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's the vibe. That's the and idea. like after every <clears throat> question, seven applause will just have snaps. Like, yeah. Do you, do you remember Animaniacs Dots Poetry Corner? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how something I feel. like that. I could definitely. Oh, I actually want to. It would be. It would be great. Uh, we could put this on the ALTD YouTube channel. Just create like a um a ten hour um uh like lo-fi stream that's just that song but basically for 10 hours and there's like yes. coffee shop ambience <laughs> oh yes nice. that would be nice yes but we had to have, we could always have something um like surprising pop up like at the very end like door oh, yeah. was like hey get on the ground give me all your money like, like, there's like, a wait, robbery. What and then, like, we go full like RA. Like, do you want to die, bitch? Give me all your money. <laughs> it happens at like hour eight, and yes. it's never addressed. <laughs> like the girl at the end, you hear the girl scream, like, "Oh my god, I need to call the police!" You hear the door open, close, and then we just, and then that. We just have the rest of the thing go just as normal. Yeah. Whatever. There's a there's a hostage situation. And then, yes. uh, then, uh, you know, then things then calm that, down. And then later, there's like some guy opens the door. Hey, you guys open. Hello. And that's just the door <laughs> walks away. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh yes. Oh, <laughs> I'm I'm excited for the this potential project. I, yeah, I think it's gonna relax a lot of people. Yeah, it could be. It could even be a live stream. Like oh, uh, yes. I don't know if you there there are like a lot of live streams that are just like it's a live stream of just like rain outside the window. Oh and yeah, it's just going I know. All day. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like for exam stuff, they would play that sometimes. Interesting. Yes. All right, so should we get to our most beloved of all segments? Yes. All right. Dear Abby, my wife and I have friends, a married couple. We socialize with every few weeks. Charles, I love when they use fake names. Like, <laughs> if you're yeah. reading Dear Abby, they're obviously reading Dear Abby because you're in the same demographic. And Charles is going to realize once he reads it what's going on. <laughs> yeah. Charles is kind-hearted, pleasant, and enjoyable, always with a good balance between speaking and listening during conversations. His wife, Claire, on the other hand, isn't interested in hearing about our lives. When we try to initiate a conversation, Claire cuts us off and switches the subject to a non-related, self-centered topic. She also interrupts Charles while he's talking. She goes on and on, describing at length the minute of her activities and worse, the lives of her friends who we don't even know or have any interest in. We no longer enjoy her company, but we hate to lose the connection with Charles. Any suggestions signed board in Missouri. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I, I, uh, I do. Uh, there are people I've known like this. Who are uh, there? Okay. Do you know what? Well, 
I'll just yeah. before we get into the thing, I just want to tell you, Abby's advice sucks. Abby's actual advice is crap. For this specific one? Yes. Interesting. Because they're talking okay. about how um my wife and I have friends. So the wife and him are friends with Charles. And her advice is, well, how about you just have a guy's night out? Just go to a baseball game or something. I'm like, this sucks. <laughs> Forget the wife. Look, who are you more loyal to? Your wife or Charles? Now, let me tell you, let me ask you another question. If you were to get in a car crash right now, who matches your blood type more? Your wife, who hopefully she doesn't match your blood type, but if it is, <laughs> yeah. no judgment. Or Charles, because... I think there's a chance you might want a Charles in your back pocket. <laughs> uh, who was the one who always, which fake name always worked their way, worked something about themselves into the conversation? Uh, the Oh, the fake, Um, it was Claire. Claire, okay. So Claire always, uh, well, that, that's, that's what I'm imagining. <laughs> That's what it's funny to imagine. And it, it seems like an exaggerated version of uh, like, uh, like two people are having like a serious conversation where they're just like, yeah, I know. I mean, my boy, he's really, he's, he seems bright, but he's just been struggling, you know, to, to get along with the other kids. And yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, it's terrible. And then Claire's like, got something cool off Amazon the other day. <laughs> yes. It's, uh, it was shoes. Um, then I returned them. It kind of in it. Yeah. <laughs> Went to the post office for that. My yeah. So um, I think that uh, we just need to kind of find the right program that works for him. Yes. And oh my god, the price for stamps these days. My god, they just they want to screw you. That's what they want to. <laughs> Claire, who are you so angry at all the time? You know who I'm angry at? The freaking government. <laughs> but um, my favorite part. Is how Claire will go on about these friends that they've never met and they have no interest in. Like, um, yeah. Oh, you know, um, I don't know about mom. She may not make it through the week. Claire interrupts. Oh, Bob and Doris <laughs> just <What>? bought <laughs> the cutest cat I've ever seen. And like, we're talking. No, 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 no. Look, um, look. Your mom, she had enough time on the Bob and Doris bought the cutest <laughs> pussy cat you have ever seen. <laughs> Don't say that, Claire. It has the biggest cheeks. You can go la, 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 with cheeks. It's wonderful. He, he he's fat, lazy, just lies. He's the most adorable thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Um. That's great for Bob and Doris, but I don't know if my mom will make it through the rest of the week. <laughs> Maybe that could be the way to introduce them. <laughs> at, at the, the board of Missouri's mom's funeral. 
Claire comes in and says, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to welcome the guests of honor, Bob and Doris. They walk in and they're like, what? This is my mom's funeral. No, no, Bob and Doris, they are the guests of honor at this funeral. They deserve a seat right up front. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there's uh subtle just cry like at, at the funeral there's just you hear just silence an organ playing and some tears falling and then uh uh from the middle <laughs> of of the pews eric said something really funny <laughs> eric's yeah mike yeah who i work with yes y- yeah this is claire talking uh it was jo- I'll tell I'll tell you later it was funny. Yeah, she does say like that <laughs> when the minister says, "So would anyone like to say any words about the departed?" <laughs> yeah. I didn't know this lady, but Eric, who I work with, you know, I've I've met him like 3 times. He's the best. But man, does he have the funniest story about that time they screwed up his order at McDonald's. Oh my god, what a wild time that was. <laughs> so Claire I actually to... don't really like onions. Wait, we're <laughs> yeah. talking about the a beloved mother, a beloved sister, a beloved. I especially don't like white onions. Uh, you know, I'll do a caramelized, I'll do an onion ring, but don't put onions on my burger. Um, yeah, and a yes. beloved grandmother. Uh you know, four lovely grandchildren. It's a really, really tragic loss. It's really going to hurt not just the family, but the community. And, you know, French fries, (laughs) I could do or do without. You know what? I don't think I like ketchup on French fries. You know, for me, I think I like the mustard. (laughs) Is it just me? Am I wrong? Am I right or wrong, guys? It's kind of like... Michael's uh, speech at Phyllis's wedding where she just goes on and on talks about random things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's like, I think I prefer mustard. That's enough. That's actually the lie. You've crossed it, Claire. You can interrupt my mother's funeral all you want, but you can't bring up mustard and french fries. That's just, it's too much. Then <laughs> Claire is just like, well, I'm glad that your mother never lived to see that she raised a jerk for a son and just walks away and that's how she leaves it. So, I mean, let's be honest. Charles is kind-hearted, pleasant, and enjoyable. That doesn't sound like the most fun guest to have in the world. Like, he's just like, a, well, guys, it's a beautiful day out there and um (laughs) boy that super bowl really (laughs) they really play hard in there don't they and uh you know when i did my gardening earlier i saw a ladybug oh it was adorable Uh, you don't want to spend all that time (laughs) with someone like charles you need someone like claire you're really nice charles nice and and nice yeah yes and pleasant but you don't want you need someone like claire who mm-hmm. shake things up yeah maybe 
Charles is her sugar daddy or something. <laughs> I'm just imagining Charles is 60. Claire's like this 22-year-old, and she's, she's bringing out life. <laughs> Charles is actually addicted to gambling. You know, Claire, when I win this uh, bet, I bet everything on the, the, the Bengals, and uh, when they come out on top, I'll uh, pay off another chunkier tuition. <laughs> Anything you say, Charles. Anything you say. <laughs> oh, um, um, what, what, what is a thing? Oh, um, Claire, I just wanted you to know that, um, my stockbroker told me to invest all we had in JC Penny, and I think, I think it's going to pan out really nice. Oh, Charles, you're so great. <laughs> something like that. And then, <laughs> although if, if his investments are as bad as investing in like uh, JC Penny family video, I don't think yeah, Claire will yeah. be around much longer. <clears throat> I think what you need to do is enjoy Claire while you have her because I don't think she'll be sticking around much longer. Yeah. yeah once, he's... once that's money's gone. He is a day trader. A he he invests in single stocks as a gambling, uh, as an extension of his gambling addiction. Yes. Um, egregious bets. He's like, hey, uh, Claire, you know, I uh, uh, the 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 Bengals bet didn't pan out, but you know, um, I've got a promising uh, promising stake in Doge that I'd really like to. <laughs> When that goes up, I'm I'm gonna buy you a, a nice dress. I am. <laughs> hey Claire, um, we may not have a lot of money, but at least we got each other, right? Uh, you better hope that this bet pans out, Charles. So bored in Missouri. I uh, I I have no idea how you could find this out. Are there a lot of rich people in Missouri? Probably maybe. Uh, Missouri seems like the kind of place where there's some generational wealth uh, okay. there, but ultimately probably mostly not, which is kind of true of everywhere. But yeah, but I, I don't, I don't think Claire will stay much longer. So enjoy her while you got her. And hey, yeah, <laughs> bored in the South. If you ever do decide to take up Abby's advice. And you just need a new change of pace. We don't endorse cheating, but maybe instead of taking Charles to the basketball game, why not take Claire, show her a good time, and yeah. maybe you could be her sugar daddy. Yeah. I mean, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, you know, this is a place for really good advice. I would say cheating is maybe fine if the other person really, really sucks. Yes. And, Honestly, kind-hearted, pleasant, enjoyable. Those are not the adjectives of someone that you enjoy seeing. They are the those adjectives, are the adjectives of a, you of a think cuck. of when you're struggling. <laughs> oh, exactly. Those are the adjectives. <laughs> They're the adjectives of a freaking cuck. Yes. So enjoy it while you got her. So there we go with... Yeah, uh, there's a uh, um, first episode of the day and already a doozy. I'm exhausted through just like wading through 
all this great advice, these new topics, uh, you know, delving through conversation, uh, trying to ignore the creeping dread that is the um, collapse, the decay of what we know all spiraling down into disease and sickness, uh, pandemonium, uh, and death, ultimately. Yes. But if you're going to die anyway, you might as well embrace Claire or go back and present Star Wars The Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones as a play or... Yes. Urinate in your boss's cup. Yes. Because it's the only way their Folgers coffee is going to say, hi. Oh, mm, have you ever seen the Folgers coffee commercial parody? Uh, the This rings a bell. Have you seen this? I must have the wrong house. Sister. Someone took the real first one oh, and then added on to it. It's a long way from West Africa. I think I... Oh, coffee. Kiss here. I brought you something from far away. <laughs> really? Oh. <laughs> what are you doing? You're my present this year. The best part of waking <laughs> smelled it. He's back. Ryan, you have to leave. What? <laughs> what are you guys talking about? We know what's going on here. We know you're trying to f each other. What? No. <laughs> no, please. Brothers and sisters, don't look at each other like that. I was going to say Africa it's an incest reason, thing, Ryan, isn't it? To separate you and your sister. Everyone you're thought crazy. that when they first oh, saw yeah. the commercial. What's this? Yeah. He's my present this year. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <Yeah. laughs> okay. Uh, we're I'm your son, and I'm in love with your daughter. Oh, Ryan, what is in that box? Um, uh, what's in the box, Ryan? It's mine. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Holy shit. Emily, I love that we have so much in common because we grew up together. I just want to wake up every morning to the smell of you and Folger's Colombian dark roast. Emily, will you make me the happiest brother? Oh, Dad! Get off of him! I love him! No! Stop it! Stop it! No! I just want to my brother! Is Folger's in? That is one of the most oddest... The real commercial is one of the most odd commercials I, I've ever seen in my life. I and know. That captured it, exactly. The energy was so, yeah. The energy is so bizarre in the original commercial. Yes. <clears throat> so, uh, where are we going? Oh, yeah. So, they're going to die anyway. Might as well go back. Or say you wrote The Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones. Mm -hmm. Trust me. They'll appreciate you that more than if you did the original trilogy. Yeah. Remember, you got to skip Revenge of the Sith because that's a bit of a downer. Yeah. Then you can go back in time or, like we said, urinate in the cup because, as we know, Folgers doesn't keep its heat. 
Yeah, it's true. It's notoriously quick to cool. Yes. And always remember that sometimes you'll make the mistake of going to Cracker Barrel. And it's a horrible experience, but sometimes... I was going to say... It finally pays off. Yes, I was going to say, if you're going to slander a major corporation, make sure you at least start with Cracker Barrel. Yes. So, guys, I think we found our moral. Um, Mm -hmm. You're going to die anyway, so why not follow your dreams? (laughs) Yeah, that's, that's beautiful. So with that, I hope you all have a pleasant rest of your week. I've never said that before. I'm going to say now, have a pleasant rest of your week after listening to this episode. I know oh, yes. that you did not ask for this episode. Nobody did. Uh, but there it was. There it was.